Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece tonight to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? I'm great, Colin. How are you? Doing pretty well. Glad to be back here on a Friday night. As we always say, schedule schedule permitting, we try our best to be here on Fridays, but with GCW and a, a crowded world of wrestling, there's only so much we can do. But on this Friday night, it all works out, so here we are. And we're not going to talk last week about such fun things, Robert, as Goldberg coming back. I think last week was when we found out officially that Ronda Rousey would be challenging Charlotte Flair. Mm -hmm. So there is some stuff to catch up on and talk about and stuff that played out tonight as well. So that being said, before we dive into all that stuff, just want to hear all this show, like everything we do here is available on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. You know what you know what it is. So leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you. So Robert, I might as well just dive right in. Goldberg. Jump into it, Colin. Goldberg <laughs> is back. Not only is Goldberg back, Rowan Reigns wants to Goldberg Goldberg, producing one of the worst headlines I've ever written. Because I, I use that as a direct quote. Because you said he set it up, and I'm like, that's like a that's a bad quote, but it's a good one too. I don't know, but the fact is, Roman Reigns and Goldberg is happening two years after it was initially uh, scheduled to, but COVID and pandemic and everything delayed all that stuff. So here we are, 2022. Roman Reigns, the head of the table, facing Goldberg. One last hurrah, perhaps, for demand. Robert, what are you thinking about all this fun stuff? Especially, I should say, with the promo that Goldberg cut tonight, saying that this comeback is going to stick. I hope it does. I certainly don't want his last match to take place in Saudi Arabia. I think Americans But I actually can... like him over there, Robert. I actually like him over there. Uh, that's fair. But you know what? I think a live crowd likes Goldberg. I think when you're at home... And you're just like, but golly gee, he's taking screen time away from Big E. You know, like, I think that's when you don't like him. But at the end of the day, it's fun to watch him live. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, this one is, it's interesting because, as I mentioned, he got a promo saying that this comeback is going to sick. It's going to be everlasting. But, of course, we know for quite a while now, you know, he said in interviews, uh, there have been reports, his WWE deal, supposedly this current contract, this will be his last match, and that does leave his future up in the air. Now, I'd have to imagine, at least as a pure prediction, um, yeah, I don't, you said I, you, you don't want this to be his last match, period. I have to imagine this won't be it. I have to imagine. I don't think uh, this will be it. Yeah. But I, I do agree with your prediction. You haven't said it, and I agree. It will be Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Title for title at WrestleMania 30. I tweeted that. I was like, I know that they're trying to sell this match, but can you imagine like that? We're talking multiversal stuff here, like just this other universe where Goldberg does win and they do have Goldberg face Brock Lesnar WrestleMania because because you can actually you can connect those dots. Like based on some of the weird stuff we've seen, you know, I could I could see. Hitting the fan and then saying, "Hey, you know, it's Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Like that's that's a big match in 2022, right? Let, let's do that because that's." I that's honestly fun. like if if Brock was still WWE champion, I'd be like, "That's the match I'd give Saudi." Yeah, they they would probably appreciate that so much more than an American audience, you know. Yeah, um, but my problem with this, Robert, is the fact they already announced Reigns and Lesnar, so it's just it just feels. Like we're biding our time or, or, or we're maybe wasting our time. Because you know, like, other than a wild off-the-wall scenario like that, it's a pretty safe bet that Roman's going to win. So, like, they're really – it's hard to really – Is it, uh, though? 
That's like, Roman Reigns, though. It's not like it's not like the Fiend yes, all over again. It's Roman again. Reigns, but but the Fiend was an unbeatable <laughs> guy, and Goldberg walked into Saudi and he said, "Not anymore, you're not." Uh, here's the thing: the month of February is very good to William Goldberg in championship matches. It's true. You beat Kevin Owens. You beat the Fiend. You can beat Roman. I don't put it past. I look, the truth is, I don't put anything past that company until the show's over. Yeah. And that's that's where we're at these days. Some comments here. Brian saying, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun match. You mentioned it's fun to watch Goldberg live. So there is that to it. You know, however you feel about it, heading into it. It's this weird, like, you ever play Mortal Kombat and you're not very good at it, so you just spam the spam same the moves. moves Heck yeah, man. That's all Goldberg <laughs> does now. It's just like... I, I do spear, I do jackhammer, and if that fails, I go back to spear. Like, ah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about the match quality. I'm just glad that they're doing the match, and I think, if I'm honest, this crowd is probably better for it than a Florida crowd for what would have been WrestleMania 36. Yeah. And I guess I should say I'm glad we're getting this version of Reigns. I think it's more a lot more interesting than what we've gotten two years ago. Uh, you know, tonight Reigns said uh, beyond the, the Goldberg Goldberg line, he said if WCW it would still be in business if he was there because he's just that good. So that was kind of a fun line, just you know what could have been, I guess. But um, no, it, it's interesting. You know, uh, Stephen saying it's cool to see Goldberg coming back. Don't doesn't see anybody beating Roman at this point. Uh, Nesha saying, don't hate Goldberg, but it wasn't really needed at this point. I mean, I will say I can understand where they're coming from. A very easy kind of big money Saudi Arabia match like this. Um, yeah, as I was saying, even if there's no real reason to believe other than what you said, Robert, the fact that Goldberg has that pilot of success, you have to, you know, it's just a good throwaway match in a way. Like these Saudi shows have always been kind of this, for the most part, this weird um almost out of, out of continuity kind of thing where they just do these matches and, and you don't really think anything uh, meaningful is going to happen, but sometimes they do. Sometimes, as you said, with, with Goldberg actually defeating the theme, you never know, but uh, and it will be a good card. You know, Vince, uh, sorry, Brian ever saying Vince loading up the card, trying to get some of that Saudi money here. Uh, we know. Uh, well, we... even at the try to get some of it, he just gets it. This is true. This well, it's, it's a side it's contract. He's trying to show, earn okay. it. Like he's trying to they earn have it. the Saudi money. It's paid for show. So they're doing gold. Oh, by the way, did you see on Twitter that WWE? What, what? You see this thing on Twitter that like five or six superstars tweeted the same catchphrase of like, "I did." WWE I did. continues to change the world. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I, I digress. Go ahead. No, man, I saw that. It's just like that's more, so more bad. That is point, so yeah. like you have to use this thing on Twitter. WWE continues to change the world. It's like. Ugh. Yeah, it's times. Times are changing, man. Times are changing. You know, nowadays SmackDown sponsored by Pizza Hut, so you get to find out what's on the menu like ten minutes into the show. We um, want pizza. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting times, indeed. But we can dive into the other championship picture here with Charlotte Flair defending against Naomi tonight. Um, in some ways, what was maybe set up to be kind of the short-term payoff for for all the months of of naomi's suffering at the hands of of sonia deville sonia deville opened the show with a sling courtesy of her beatdown from ronda rousey last week saying that she wanted to suspend rousey and thus uh, fine her hundred thousand dollars 
Adam Pierce comes out and says he got an email from the chairman himself saying that, that Vince McMahon, apparently, if Vince McMahon hates one thing, Robert, it's WWE officials abusing their authority, ignoring the fact that he's done that many a time throughout uh, his illustrious history. I, pre I appreciate that. That's funny. <laughs> but, so uh, with that being said, he would not be allowing Sonya to suspend Ronda and instead saying if Sonya got involved in the main event, her job would be in serious jeopardy. Well, was, it, was her job ever explained? So here's, here's we get into the, the, the dumbness of it. Was her job ever explained? Why is she authority? What qualifications does she have for this? It seems like, I don't know if the, the, what the word is for it, but you know, she got kind of this advisory role maybe that's how she started out where she got brought in as a former as a superstar she's like oh she's she's got that perspective as someone that's you know been in the locker room all this stuff and you maybe just wanted to kind of you know get into, into the business side of things works the way up get some influence and pull some strings you know that you know the corporate world works and then lo and behold a couple months pass and she's booking matches on her own smackdown i mean it's just i don't know just how it works huh <laughs> yeah i guess in WWE these days survival the fittest and she's um survived so <laughs> the matter of um i don't know all right, all right you've tried I'm, I'm sorry i made you try i'm trying it. i'm trying to explain it but the fact is she she has some power but i guess not enough to override vince mcmahon himself so that leads us to a, a clean... vince's own son doesn't have that power am i right <laughs> i guess not but now i decided to build that leads into a interference free main event charlotte flair defending the smackdown woman's title against naomi a very very good match uh, that's just saying ladies were the match of the night. Brian saying the match tore the house down. He was pulling for Naomi. They did a couple of fun near falls. Naomi hit the review at one point. Well, she really pushed Charlotte to her limit. But at the end of the day, Charlotte Flair, the queen, reigns supreme. She retains the title. No ifs, no buts. Just a clean old pinfall after the match. Uh, Sonya comes into the ring and gloats. And she and uh, well, Naomi attacked Deville first. She and, and uh, Charlotte proceeded to attack her. Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rumble winner, runs to the ring. Makes a save, pretty yeah, pretty naturally setting up a tag team match for Elimination Chamber. That seems like a pretty obvious check at this Ni point. Like good for Naomi, right? Because you wouldn't think, oh, Naomi and Ronda—that's a tag team that's going to happen on pay per view. Good for no. Naomi. Get a, bit, get a bit of that spotlight, you know, be a pretty big match. Being there and, and tonight as well, being there with Charlotte Flair, and like you said, getting that rub from uh, Ronda Rousey as well. Um, for the match tonight, seems like it was a great match. Wonderful, and he's wondering about that tag team match. I mean, I I would think so. They are usually very, um, they're pretty obvious when they do stuff like that. So I I feel like that's yeah where that's where they're going, and I imagine that will be confirmed sooner than later. But yeah, I mean, one of those cases where it's a good match, and you can't really complain too much that she lost. And again, kind of like the Goldberg thing, they already announced Charlotte versus Ronda for WrestleMania, so there's no real reason to believe that Naomi would win anyway. But, you know, good performance, and hopefully she'll benefit, benefit from it long-term. It is, it is an interesting time when they've already announced the big WrestleMania matches, so anything in the meantime just feels, um, again, I'm not trying to say like it's a waste of time, but it's just like, it's, a, it's predictable. It's like, like, you know, they're not going to, I mean, Goldberg's one thing, I'm not trying to knock Naomi, but they're not, like, you could actually see Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar, I, they're not going to do Naomi versus Ronda Rousey for WrestleMania. That's, sorry, I don't see it happening. I mean, I'm not. Just go ahead. Go on. Yep, that's, that's what it's all there is to it. But at the end of the day, I'm saying Naomi's getting a nice push. So again, hopefully, hopefully it pans out. Uh, otherwise, there's someone else, Robert, who is apparently getting a nice push. 
the Lethal Lovers, Los Lotharios, the new, newly named Lethal Lovers, Angel and Humberto. Oh, why boy. is everything in WWE nowadays just like, how can we strip this of any kind of uniqueness, individuality? Like, what's wrong with the name Los Lotharios? Like, what's what's Love wrong with that name? It works better than the lethal love. Like, that sounds like, I don't know how to say Los Lotharios, so I'm going to call you the lethal lovers. Ah? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, like, they announced, they, they, they referenced themselves uh, as the lethal, lethal lovers backstage. Then the ring announcer said lethal lovers and Los Lotharios, so it seems like a nickname for their nickname. Um, it's a little interesting, but nonetheless, they faced the... Well, apparently, they're not allowed to say the New Day, but Biggie and Kofi Kingston, uh, the the new the the you know two thirds of the New Day as we know them. You're not allowed to say the New Day. I, I saw I saw a report that they don't want Vince doesn't want them being though that duo being called the New Day, because um, they're not technically the New Day. I know it's just that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I also read in that same report that uh, Vince loves the New Day because he loves the magic they create. So. Uh... Well, they create magic, Robert, but I thought that they could have had magic with Biggie, Biggie as a world champion, and it seems like they've uh, missed the boat on that one at this point. It seems like he's back with Kofi, and and that's they I tried think, it out and, and met, it didn't go as well as they wanted. No, I think objectively, objectively, I think his reign was worse than Kofi's. But I think he also had more working against him than Kofi did. Because his reign started, it was like such an immediate ratings grab. Like you could feel, like, oh, raw ratings are down. We know we'll have this guy cash in his get out of jail free card, and you know that's what we'll do. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just it's disappointing. You know, I I thought that he did the best he could, um, and I thought Kofi did as well. I thought they both had good reigns but not as good as they could have been and and now here we are new day back together at least in this capacity woods supposedly will, will be back at some point soon but uh steven's asking you know we saw los authorios or elite the lovers pick up the win tonight with angel rolling up kofi and now as yet we, this is a recurring question but yet now it comes up here with the you know new day being back together once again uh steven's saying do you do we see the possible new day split possible heel turn kind of you why? know what, why 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 can not embrace that, the power of friendship, my friend? Can I ask <laughs> that question? Like, why do you, what is it about friendship that you need to see friends betray friends? Why can't people just stay friends and do their own thing? And I want to hear that it's old. Yeah, I'll tell you what's, what's the freshest thing they've done is not have these three men turn on each other. Sometimes people stay friends, Robert, no matter what happens, no matter what up, downs, or whatever in between comes. Yeah, like, I'm sorry if people living their lives don't experience that level of friendship, but I promise, like, people can stay friends despite differences, despite changes in life. People can stay friends. And thankfully, that's, that's what we've seen so far. And, you know, as admittedly, you know, it's it's bittersweet. It's like having Kofi and Biggie back together. Yeah, they're great together. It's fun. There, there's that magic they create together. And there's a layer to it of like these guys were world champions. They were at the top and and it didn't go as well as it could have. And and there's just a, there's a layer to that. But as for the other member of New Day, Simon's asking if we have any word on when Xavier will return. I mean, reportedly, he's off the you know unclear to compete list. So 
have to imagine that'll be he back. was on attack of the show that was he was doing that on tuesday there's doing g4 stuff you know he's he's out there he'll be back soon i don't know he'll be when. doing a stream this tuesday regarding the video game i think he'll be back by mania yeah i would have to think so you know i thought i remember seeing he was he's been backstage he's been i thought he's been on the road at least at one point so you know as far as we know good to go it just no, not no here yet. plans like no plans they probably they're probably really in a phase right now where we only want to use you if we have a definitive plan for you you bet perfect segue perfect segue uh there that does be the case for several people one of which is zaya lee zaya lee then she's been very irregularly featured since she got drafted to smackdown since we had weeks and weeks of vignettes and she debuted as the protector Hasn't done a whole lot of protecting, and we know she's been active at house shows, but tonight she came into the ring after Natalia defeated Aaliyah in the first Dungeon Rules match with Aaliyah and Natalia. Uh, actually got, got a good amount of time. Natalia won with, with of course, the, the sharpshooter. DJ right off the bat saying that Aaliyah should have won. I mean, I guess if they want to keep doing this and, and draw it out, Natalia's got to win at some point, so... This makes sense. This literally is in her wheelhouse for the dungeon style. It makes sense based on what the story they've been telling. Aaliyah winning via DQ, and I think there's also a counter at one point. But after the match, Natalia attacked Aaliyah. Zaylee makes a save. So, so hopefully this means that they actually do might have a plan for Zaylee uh, in this case, uh, with maybe longer term here. So even saying push Zaylee, Zaylee versus Charlotte would be a good match. I mean, I think we're a ways away from that, but I think down the road. Yeah, why not? SmackDown needs like fresh blood, and they've got it. They just got to utilize. I it, agree so. that WWE needs fresh blood, right? Yes. I'm also of the opinion that like WrestleMania is not the time for experimentation. Not True. towards the top of the card, at least. Like WrestleMania, it's the one time of the year where I'm like, all right, if you want to play it as safe as humanly possible, like. As boring as not boring, but as repetitive as the story is, the story between Roman and Brock is the best thing the company is doing. And yeah, that's indicative of a lot of the problems the company has. But I also feel like I wouldn't want to see anything rushed just for the sake of, hey, we have a new thing going on. Yeah, and in a way, that's why Roman and Brock. Like there, there are pros and cons to doing the title versus title thing, but they're otherwise I don't know what they would do for their WWE title. Like let's say Lashley retains, you know, I don't know they really have like a ready-made match kind of on that side of things. I know mean, there have been kind of rumors and reports going around Riddle maybe or any other any other kind of things, but you know Roman and Brock does have that genuine star power that I think most other matches would lack and. That I mean, depending on how it goes, as we were talking about for weeks and weeks now, potential unification, maybe softening of the brand split, and who who even knows what some of the the consequences could be. But you know, I do think, especially, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of what they're doing here. You know, I with Roman Brock, Paul Heyman stuff, and the, the you know the, the layers it has now with Heyman you know portraying Lesnar and everything, Lesnar being a face. Like it's not the same as it, as it has been. They are like telling it in an interesting way. Hopefully, they'll kind of continue to make it compelling as we head into WrestleMania here. We do have still quite a bit of time to go. Um, and that's why it's kind of good to have something like 
like the Gilbert match, not to, not to contradict myself, but just kind of to keep us going uh, in that sense. I mean, they, and the common ground they played during the interview with Goldberg and Lesnar being, uh, you know, they've had a rivalry there as well. I mean, it makes sense. So, no, like, like you said, that is indicative of some maybe bigger bigger problems in the short term. I'm okay with, with Roman and, and Lesnar. Um, um, but, like, I'm okay with Charlotte and Ronda, too. I think it's dumb, right? Like, I think the explanation of the match literally being, I'm going to fight you just to get under Becky's skin and not do that match. Yeah. I think that's, like, the worst reason to have a WrestleMania match. But Charlotte and Ronda is a huge main event. Yeah, and, and and ironically, in a way, there's a weird like layer to that of, of long term booking. There have been reports that they do want to do Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania 39. So I, then... I, I'm of the opinion, and I'll just say this, and then we can move on. You should have learned by now with all the releases that you've had, all the injuries, all the everything, that you do things when you can, and you do not wait. Right? Yeah. Like. They never did horsewomen versus horsewomen, and now they likely never will. Right. And that's right. like they never did, you know, Undisputed Era on main roster. They never did uh, Brian versus Edge one on one. You know, uh, Keith Lee never went anywhere because you think you have all the time in the world, and then, you know, you show life happens when you're busy making plans. It's one of the most frustrating parts of being, I'll say, a wrestling fan, not to say just the degree it happens elsewhere as well. But, you know, here especially, as those examples you mentioned and a number of other ones, classic cases of of what if, of, of what could have been. Um, and I agree, like, you, anything can happen. You know, WrestleMania 39 is, it seems silly to even, like, talk about it right now because it's so far away. You know, who even knows what could happen? You know, not, I'm, you know, have hope knock on wood everyone stays healthy and it's okay but like knock on wood like at least the people at the top of the card still have spots in the company next year right i was gonna yeah. say health-wise hopefully, hopefully they they're not injured or anything you, you never bailey you know these they went bailey went down the injury like these things happen you can't like assume everyone's going to be available ready to go 100 let's say next january when they want to start that bill like Things are constantly changing, and they know that they're anybody because, as you said, Robert, they often do it intentionally. They they intentionally. And, and make, these two women change. specifically both left WWE for a bit to go start families. Who's to say that they don't just decide that they want to be a mother? Right. It's always an option. It's always a possibility. You know, and that, that's an important factor in all of this. One more thing about the Goldberg Roman stuff, because I do think it's kind of funny. Um, you know, the it's kind of a fair question. What did Roman mean when he said he's going to Goldberg Goldberg? Because the word Goldberg can have some different connotations, Robert. He meant he's gonna run right through oh boy. He's gonna run right through him and you know, hey, you think you can beat Brock Lesnar in a minute and twenty-four seconds? I'm gonna beat you in a minute and twenty-four seconds. That's what I thought it meant, but you know, of course, the, there are a lot of jokes to be made about Goldberg and 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 a variety of things. Shout out to Jason Michael Campbell saying he uh, has been dealing with some COVID and quarantine stuff lately. Uh, three positive COVID tests where he lives uh, out in that, in that neck of the woods. Jason, best wishes to you and yours. You know, it's obviously yeah, man. I mean, a very scary time right now, but hang in there. But you know, best wishes to you and, and stay, thank stay you safe for as you always. Can. Thank you for always, you know, tuning in and checking out. We hope you get there soon. For sure, man. We appreciate you. You take care, and it's a scary time. But uh, you know, 
when you when in scary times, Robert, we come here and trying to enjoy the wrestling, but something makes it a little hard to do. So when you got Drew McIntyre out there brandishing his big sword on a weekly basis, threatening a guy like Madcap Moss, who's just out there in the trainer's room trying to stay safe, trying to stay healthy. He's got this, this black eye at Drew McIntyre's hand, and he's trying to say, Oh, I'm I'm you know injured i'm not ready to go obviously he's trying to keep checking out on the match drew mcintyre shows up and says oh you're you're gonna be in this match but it's not just gonna, gonna be any match it's gonna be a false go anywhere match and robert to that i say the the baby face should never really want a match where anything can go because in this case madcap moss has a good old buddy happy corbin to stack right. the odds in his favor but i also think like alternatively the argument is the baby face doesn't want the heel to run anywhere he wants to just beat him up every place humanly possible that he's going to call for a match like that. You know, it sounds silly to say, because I've been very, very critical of, of Madcap Moss for a while now, but McIntyre beat Madcap at day one. McIntyre eliminated, eliminated Madcap and Abdi Corbin from the Rumble and beat them down. McIntyre has gotten the better of them at every single point. So in a way, silly as it may seem, like, I feel like Madcap should get a win here because it's it's false going anywhere because um, you can have you know Happy Corbin and Fear and whatnot because um, otherwise like what are we even doing here like we're really just kind of spinning our wheels if if Madcap doesn't get a win at all. Right, right? I agree, and I think they want to spin their wheels because they don't have anything else for McIntyre because I think they thought McIntyre would be a solid plan B for a world title match at Mania. And now maybe he just fights Corbin. I think that's, that's where we're going, which is fine. It'll be a good match. Not fine. Like it's, it's, well, let me backtrack. It's fine, but it's very like, it feels very old school WrestleMania to me where it's like, and now Teddy Biasi is going to fight British Beefcake. Why? Because, we said so, like, right, but that's it, okay. Because it's Drew McIntyre and because it's Happy Corbin, two guys that are you know, they're 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 regular, you know, stars in the main roster, like, they're gonna be on the card. And at least in this case, it's not ideal, but at least they've been feuding and ho- hopefully they hold off on the singles match and they don't, don't like do it 10 times before WrestleMania. I don't trust them to do that, but at least if they do that, it'll be. A little more interesting. I know we've, we've seen this match before anyway, but in, in this iteration of Happy Corbin and whatnot, there's a way to get there and have it be kind of interesting. Or maybe Drew McIntyre can get a good tag team partner and they can do that. I don't know. Like There are ways they can kind of shake it up a little bit. I wish Not- Sheamus and McIntyre weren't enemies. I wish they could like team up for a bit. That'd be fun to watch. You know, WrestleMania um, is still two months away, so or just under two months away, so... You never know. I think that would be fun, but that does feel like where they're going. And speaking of somewhere I think they're going, I feel pretty safe in the prediction we are going to see Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. Like the, every sign on the wall feels yeah. like that's what, what they're, where they're heading. I, I forget who said it was a one-off for Knoxville, but no, it feels like they need to do Knoxville, Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. We and have the red carpet that thing. feels like a match they need to do. Yeah, we had the red carpet thing. We had they had a clip today of, of Knoxville signing Zane's merch in, in the I guess that was the pop up shop out in LA. Uh, and they threw had, it in a wood chipper. Yeah, they've had digital exclusives of Knoxville, and he, he even said in that video, "It's like you know, I'm coming for Sami Zayn. You know, like he's going it's down. It's not over. Yeah, yeah it's like, like 
And I don't want to see it be Rick Boogs with, with the Jackass crew versus Sami Zayn for the IC title. No, I want to see like Knoxville. Maybe, you know, I'm getting really into this idea lately, and maybe it's blasphemy coming from me, who's like a huge wrestling fan, but like maybe just give Knoxville the Intercontinental title. You know, like there are worse <laughs> things you can do. Like we literally at the Royal Rumble, we didn't get to talk about this. Because we haven't been together, but I did. We got to the final five where it was like Riddle, uh, Brock, Shane. Uh, and <laughs> Bad I was Bunny, like, I think he was in the last couple. I was of like, months. you know what? If Bad Bunny's in the final four, just give it to Bad Bunny. You'll get a lot of press. Like, figure your way out of it later. But, you know, like, if all you care about is notoriety and numbers and social media engagement content yeah and and if you want to join the metaverse or whatever that like yeah, giant oxal is icy champion cool take a picture it's not as an nft that seems to be the way this company is moving yeah so it's yeah. like fine do that then i don't care i want to see knoxville because he's fun i want to see jackass forever it looks fun you know your mileage may vary but um I mean, it's interesting, right? You think that 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 opens up a whole nother door to, a, you know, the consideration or not even consideration. I mean, it's pretty safe to say at this point, like WWE is not a wrestling company. They haven't been for some time now. They're you know, a content creation company, Robert. So yeah, I think that, I think that that's only started in like the pandemic years. That's what I mean. For, yeah, for real. Like it's I recent, think recent development for sure. Yeah, like they're just a content creation farm now, and it's like whatever. Okay, I I think Zane they missed the boat on him as a baby face. Yeah. But whatever, they enjoyed doing this. And he's so, great as a heel. He he plays the role beautifully. Like he's, so he's good. Let's get it. Last year it was Logan Paul. This year it's Giant Oxville. Sami Zayn is becoming a celebrity guy, which is so weird. Yeah, but I mean, they're as a great wrestler, as a great character and and performer. I, I think that's you know. He's a very good kind of uh, match in that case, in, in terms of some having someone to play off of for Giant Axel for last year you said Logan Paul. DJ is asking, you know, maybe as you're talking about like, giving Bad Bunny the Rumble or anything, or with you said Knoxville maybe getting the the IC title. DJ is saying, do we see Knoxville getting a part time contract, kind of like Bad Bunny last year, where he was around pretty much on a weekly basis? Not right now. I mean, he's he's busy plugging the movie and everything, but. Um, I don't know. You I know, think you like, need to give him a contract. He's just giant oxo. Yeah, you know, and, and and just bring him in a couple times from now to WrestleMania. I I really think that's where we're going. Otherwise, again, kind of like why are we even doing this if you're not gonna? Yeah, pay it, it all? if the payoff is literally like a, or like they're in the Andre, and he eliminates him from the Andre. Like I I don't care about that. You know, like let's do a match here. Yeah. And it should be like a hardcore match too. Like it should be like, and Giant Oxo is gonna fall off the stage because I'm Giant Oxo. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like that's that's what I want to see. It's funny, it could, it could be it could be in the next Jackass movie. But you mentioned the IC title, and next week we will see Shinsuke Nakamura defend the title against Sami Zayn. Tonight we had Sami's talk show in Zayn uh, with Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. Zane, thankfully, acknowledged his history with Nakamura. They were in the Artist Collective together. So, you know, credit for actually acknowledging uh, history that, that dates back beyond 
I guess that was probably about what a little over a year ago at this point. But um, I always like when they do that, having you know, use the the toys in the, in the tool in the t in the toilet. I'm the toolbox in the toy box. You know, use no, this. I thought you said toilet. I was like, I don't know any <laughs> toys that go in the toilet. Um, but, anyway, you know, use the history that you that you've established. Your if your credentials content, use it to tell the better stories. Be like, hey, we actually like we go back. We have this history. We went our separate ways. Now we're coming back together as enemies. So thankfully, Zane at least uh, brought that up and said, you know, like you went from being with me to this this meathead Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs took exception to that. He got upset. What's your job? The mic and uh, Zane. You know, gimmicked the microphone so it literally electrified Rick Boogs, apparently, letting him uh, leave Nakamura lying with a big boot, leading me to Steven's question What if Sami Zayn wins the IC title next week? I 100% think he Good. should. Whatever, whatever or not happens with, with Giant Knoxville, Zayn deserves that title 100%. Not, I mean, not, I know Nakamura was hurt, but Breaking it's time. News as first reported by Fightful Select. It will be the team of Naomi and Ronda Rousey against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville at the WWE Elimination Chamber event. In Saturday. They just announced that? They just announced that two seconds ago. I, I get immediate notifications anytime they do anything. I, uh, that's why I'm a very on-edge person. But anyway, um, you know, that's cool. Again, good for Naomi. She deserves this. Um... Three women's matches in Saudi. That's pretty cool. That's uh that any way you slice it, that is something. Three women's matches on any card are is something. Three women's matches of significance on any card is like great. So good for them. Yeah, none, none of these are, are a pre-show match by any means. You've got a Raw Women's Chamber match, first time ever uh happening in, in Saudi Arabia. You've got Becky versus Lita. Big dream match there. And now uh Steven uh DJ asking what they announced. Well, as Robert just said officially, Ronda Rossi and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville at Elimination Chamber next Saturday. As first reported by FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe today. So no, that's that's good, I think, for everybody involved. Ronda, big name, Sonya Deville being back in the ring a little bit. Um, I thought it was interesting you know, to circle back in tonight. We had that kind of teaser at the beginning where if she interfered in the title match, her job would be in serious jeopardy. And I kind of thought, what if she like can't help herself and she does interfere and then she kind of gets quote unquote fired from her, her, right, uh, and then we could role. move on and she could just be a wrestler. Yes. That, that would have been good. But they, they did not do that. But hopefully that's still coming at some point. Hopefully she'll be back kind of full time sooner and later. The SmackDown division needs her. Um, would be would be better with her. I mean, just, they need more more people on a on a full time basis. So hopefully they do that anyway. Uh, seems pretty obvious that Ronda and Char sorry Ronda and Naomi would win that one. But I think it'll be a good match. Hopefully, hopefully someone actually wrestles. We've seen them do this kind of you know will they want the kind of thing with Sonya returning to the ring and she always kind of chickens out. She had a match on Naomi, but otherwise you know definitely on a very limited basis for the most part. So hopefully this list leads to more, but cool, you know, and that leads us to, you know, that's another big match for Elimination Chamber. Steven saying it's shaping up to be a good show. Brian saying can't can't wait for Chamber. This and Crown Jewel, you know, they're really like loading up the these Saudi shows lately. So, you know, that that's good. I mean, there wasn't there was a time not so long ago, as, as I mentioned, they they were just kind of these weird um I guess, I guess again, out, out of continuity events or like they're just these quote out of dream matches or like 
kind of in, in consequential matches. Now we're actually getting things that are playing into what we're seeing on the on Raw and SmackDown. So it actually is not well, I guess now the, the words premium live event, but they matter, right? They're, they're actually uh, meaningful. They have you know stakes and whatnot. So that is good. So I think it'll be a very fun show. That'll be next Saturday. We'll have one more SmackDown ahead of that next week on Friday. They'll be taping that, I think, right now, or at least they were um, tonight, I think. But uh, I'll be fine. We'll release the IC title. We know that we're going to have Goldberg and Roman Reigns face-to-face. I Presumably a bunch, bunch more good stuff. But should be a good show. Heading into Saudi here. So, Robert, with all, with all that being said, what did you think about SmackDown tonight? Uh, solid seven. Yeah. Yeah, nothing... Yeah. Nothing special, but I'm also not like, oh, I hate this show so much. I'm just very indifferent. Yeah, that's where I'm at. You know, I, I think I would I would go with seven as well. Some good matches. Um I like the Roman interview, but nothing groundbreaking and nothing nothing absolutely horrible either. Steven with a six. Um I I as I often joke on the on the NXT side of things, like, you know, I, I don't actively dislike watching this show so like <laughs> as long as we're we're above that bar i mean we're doing pretty well so i think a seven is pretty fair uh, but yeah we we're riding right into the nation chamber the road to wrestlemania continues uh brian gave me a seven as well um so no not a bad show i mean uh, there was a time not too long ago when we were pretty regularly at like a 7.5 for smackdown you know maybe not quite at that level dj was 7.7 so you know again your mileage may vary but um no not a bad show not a bad show so I'm thinking next week will be good as well. I bet Nakamura and Sam will be very good. Then we've got Amazing Chamber. That one's going to be very good as well. And Jason was 7.5. So looks like we're all in relative agreement on that one. But with that being said, Robert, that about does it. I don't think there's GCW next. No, there's not GCW next week. Yeah. So we're good. We're back here on Friday uh, to talk about that SmackDown right before Amazing Chamber. Uh, John and I will be here. Actually, no, I'm going on a little trip on Monday, taking a little little reprieves i'll not be here on monday or tuesday but we'll be back here on friday to talk about friday smackdown and otherwise we've got a great stream of interviews counseling coming out you guys i interviewed the voice of ring of honor ian rickabani that one up today maybe make sure to check that out uh, we've got tons of interviews one with mickey james and moose coming up all, all this fun stuff and more so make sure to leave a like and subscribe we appreciate you and all your support for coming to talk about the wild world of wrestling with us robert you want to do what do what you do and <laughs> plug all, do. The, all the wild stuff you're doing Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. Check out Fightful.com. Check out Fightful Select. Sean really did break the news about the upcoming tag team match at Nation Chamber. He's always working very hard to get the latest and greatest scoops in the world of wrestling. So if you are a fan, go ahead and check all that out. And yeah, just continue supporting WrestleZone. WrestleZone is such a really great website it bridges the gap between original content and aggregation so well and not a lot of sites do that as successfully as we do so yeah just keep supporting um couldn't agree more obviously i'm very biased but uh, dj yes i will be going on trip monday and tuesday you know i, I much needed just a little, little trip away um i i literally work pretty much all day every day covering the world of wrestling Same, so bro hey. i quite literally same need, bro uh, the opportunity the opportunity came up. I, I took the, the chance to say, hey, it's going to take a little time to come back refreshed and get right back to the grind. So uh, I'm, I might, because NXT is Vengeance Day, I might do a show on Wednesday. Um, schedule permitting, I might be a little tight. But you, you mean to tell me that you don't have anything, that you, you have something better to do on the day after Valentine's Day than watch 
NXT Vengeance Day. Okay. I mean, it's a bigger show, Robert. They, okay. I, I've, I've been, I'm an outspoken critic of NXT 2.0, but Vengeance Day actually looks like a good card. So I'm sure they're doing a, a weaponized show. cage match. I mean, you have nothing better. You have something better to do than watch Tony D'Angelo in a weaponized cage. I question your loyalty, Colin. Now, if they officially added Dolph Ziggler to the card, that might swing. Yeah, I, I did think we would get Ziggler and Ciampa or something. But, but I'm a little sad to miss it. It's going to be a good show. Uh, I mean, it's I, again, not like you can't go back and watch it. You'll, I'm sure you'll catch up. Yeah, but like I said, going to take some much needed time. Come back fresh, right back to it. We'll here on Friday, talk about Friday Night SmackDown. And with that being said, Robert... As we mentioned earlier, the world's a very scary place, but we try to do one thing above all others here on Zone. And can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.